because I know you're all desperate to know what happens to Pen. So let's begin with Victrina and Agrilad. Water is pouring in from all sides from these pipes. Uh, The papers and files that you are uh, swimming around in are now getting completely uh, deluged. And you are noticing that all of the exits seem to have been blocked off with uh, uh, door things that have blocked off the tubes. Bulkheads, there you go, that's the word. Uh, I seem to recall that Halfling's not especially known for being strong swimmers. Uh, I've got an athletics of plus five. Okay, you might be alright then. Um, it depends on, like, maybe it's more of a psychological thing, you know, how is Agrilad with water? He grew up in the mountains, so not a lot of big bodies of water up there. Yeah, but he also used to go swimming in frozen lakes. That's mostly ice, though. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's not swimming, that's just bouncing along the top. <laughs> he's not scared of water, he's scared of heights. Okay, fair enough. flying. Okay, fair enough. So, and also he's a halfling, which means he gets advantage against being frightened. Ah, he's cool. Yeah. Uh, the Murdoch uh, has climbed his way up to the top and is about to disappear through the trap door. So, what do you do? Can I try and him grab hold of one of his tentacles or legs? Uh, I don't know whether he's got tentacles or legs. He's a bit high up, so it's going to be a bit. It's going to be a high DC, but do roll your uh, acrobatics. Right. I will. Uh, I would roll my acrobatics with my bloody dice. Then. Acrobatics. <laughs> Four. Uh, you leap up and uh, you grasp nothing but air, and you fall back down into the now quite squishy pile of papers as the water level continues to rise. Aqualad, what do you do? Um, how high is it? Uh, I would say uh, it was about 30 feet up, but it's now getting down to 20 feet up. I seem to remember something about being able to run along walls. Let me just check. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Naruto if shit I'm... going on here. Yeah, I don't know if it's something I've got already or something that I get at a later level. Kind of Prince of Persia thing. Yeah. Nah, I don't get it till ninth level. Oh well. We're, oh, we're, well, we're a bit way mind. off there. Yeah. So I can't run up the wall. Mm. Um, and I've not got any solid ground to stand on for jumping. Mm. So I'm just going to try climbing instead. Okay, make. Uh, again, I think it's uh, athletics, isn't it? Usually for climbing. Yeah. Do it. Twenty-two. Yeah, you uh, you clamber your way up uh, with some flourish. Uh, give us a, give us a bit of flavour of uh, what does uh, Aqualad do while he's climbing parkour? He's climbing. He's climbing with just his hands. Ooh. He needs his feet free to kick the crap out of that giant. As <laughs> uh, you you you're about to get up to him, uh, I'll, I'll let you have your next turn. Uh, you can attack. Uh, Lisa goes next. Uh, she has a grappling hook uh, in her equipment, which I had forgotten about until I was planning this session. And I went, oh, that's going to be useful. Uh, so she's going to fire her grappling hook to try and get her way up. Uh, 16 plus 2, so yeah. Uh, she f- uh, hooks her grappling hook onto the edge of the trapdoor. And she reaches out her hand to you, Vitrina, uh, and to... You're a bit stronger than me, so maybe you better hang on to the rope. Okay, I'm going to hold on to the rope. Okay, can you make a strength check? And uh, we'll make one as well. Yeah, she's good. That would be... 
Uh, highly unnatural 22. Ooh, wow, 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 sirs. Uh, you zip right up. Uh, the journalist who came with you, Leanne, is kind of paddling below, looking a little frightened. Uh, Aguilad, it's your go. What do you do? Do I see the frightened journalist? I think you do, yes. In which case, I'm going to undo all the climbing I've just done <laughs> and jump off the uh, wall to go and rescue the journalist. That's very self-sacrificial of you. You do a nice little uh, swan dive down and uh, you grab her. Uh, but in doing that, the trapdoor now closes above as the Murdoch disappears through it. Uh, so you've saved a life, but you may have condemned all of you. Uh, Victrina, Yogo, what do you do? I hate that duck. Um, <laughs> so, oh, she's completely shined now. Uh, you are, you, you've climbed up the, um, the rope of the, uh, the grappling hook. Yeah. And you're up against the trapdoor. Right, I'll push it to see if I can open it. Uh, do you want to make an investigation check on it? Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Six. Uh, you, you're going to try and push it then, I guess, <laughs> with that investigation. Yes. Uh, make another strength check. Oh, 18. 18? Uh, yeah, you start pushing on it. Uh, it's It doesn't quite buckle. Uh, can you roll 2d6 for me? Five. Five. Uh, yeah, one of the hinges looks uh, like it's straining, uh, ready to pop off. Uh, Lisa uh, gets out some of her thieves' tools uh, because she's a rogue, and uh, she's going to start working on the lock of the uh, trap door. And <laughs> rolls a three, Can so I just uh, no. Hammer at it with the with the hilt of my short sword to see if I can. You can, break. yeah. Make an attack roll. Eight. No, you just bonk, and uh, it just glances off. Uh, Aguilad, the water level is now rising. You are ten feet away from the ceiling, but you now have a companion with you. What do you do? I'm steering the companion towards the rope okay. and helping the, and helping them climb the rope right. out of the water to get out of the water. I'll say you can do this fairly easily. Yeah, you you uh, clamber up to the top. Uh, so now you are also up next to the trap door. Uh, what do you do? Headbutting it. Alright, make an attack, unarmed attack. <laughs> unarmed attack. That'd be a 17. You smash through it. Uh, I think with, with some of Victorina's help of weakening it, uh, I'm not going to make you roll damage because it was quite low uh, damage at, the, at that point. Uh, you smash your way through and uh, scramble out. And uh, the water starts to sort of lap up against it, but it doesn't like pour through. And you find yourselves in a uh, rather dim little room. Uh, but you do see some rather big footprints uh, leading to a spiral staircase. Uh, while you're here, you can smell sawdust and popcorn and a sort of oddly plasticky smell. Uh, what do you do? Pop popcorn, sawdust and plastic. Hmm. That doesn't smell like any duck that I've ever smelled. <laughs> uh, Lisa um, uh, pulls some uh, pulls a torch out of her bag, but realizes that it's now completely wet and useless. Bugger! Well, I can see in the dark. How about you? Um, well, I can't. I, I can. Okay, everybody, hold hands. Elf. Oh. <laughs> if I must. I'm not holding hands with the elf. Okay, I'll stand between you. It's just that it's too high up for you to reach. <laughs> uh, Lisa bonks you on the head with a, with a rolled-up newspaper. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. I don't need to be able to stand up tall. I can reach thy head with a jump. <laughs> uh, you follow the spiral staircase up and the smells of uh, sawdust and popcorn get a little stronger. Uh, you eventually find yourselves uh, coming out of a door and into a much larger arena. It's very dark and quite cold. Uh, you can see some lights coming through a sort of tent-like ceiling. Uh, it's sort of bisected by uh, several sort of uh, lines that seem to be going across it. And as you walk a little further, suddenly there's a flash of light as some spotlights come on. Many different coloured spotlights flashing all around you. There you see an auditorium all around you. And this smell of sawdust is explained by the sawdust at your feet. There are um, there is a tent above your head that is blocking out the, uh, the now moonlight. The Murdoch stands in the middle of the ring, a top hat on his head, a whip in his hand. He whirls it around and slams it on the ground and begins to sing. Now welcome folks, I mean it from the heart. Because the greatest show is about to start. It's happening right here before your very eyes. And one thing's for sure, you're in for quite a surprise. But then nothing's quite as it seems to be at the greatest show in the galaxy. And he does a flourish to an audience that is not there. Uh, you see some skeletons, I think, in the audience. Uh, but there's no one else there. Uh, he um, awkwardly... Uh, I said the greatest show in the galaxy. Oh, fuck's sake. And you see a burst of clowns come rolling and dancing from behind the stage. Uh, they've got baggy trousers, painted faces and bright red noses. They squink, squeak and honk and giggle and laugh. The Murdoch chuckles as they all stand a little straighter. He laughs and they grow a little taller. Now, welcome, folks. We've got a brand new act. He's a real find, and that's a fact. He'll entertain you, he'll make you stare. Our great new act is over there. And all the spotlights fall upon Agriland. What do you do? Take a bow. <laughs> a monk fallen from grace, folks. A sad, sad story. Kidnapping a poor orphan boy and going on the run, trying to make a child into a murderer. And there's some sort of canned booing that comes from the I empty stands. play my kazoo. Ooh, okay. You play your kazoo. Uh, the echoes swirl around the tent. And nothing happens for a minute because he's got some distance to cover before he can get here. <laughs> uh, the Murdoch looks down on you and goes... We have witness testimonies, of course, and uh, anything wrong in our reporting, we will issue a retraction. All retractions are printed on page 593 of our supplementary magazine, The Advertisement Insert. <laughs> and as he laughs, the clowns start to grow and glow with power. So then, I take it you both... All four of you seem to be quite intent on uh, disrupting my day. Now, why would that be? Because that's a nutty. <laughs> a docket. You're an absolute docket. 
So eloquent, your arguments. I'm sure you'll be taken very seriously by the public. <laughs> the disgraced former soldier who abandoned her country, the monk who kidnaps children, the... Oh, what's the this? Child. Yes, the child? The, yes, the cat who killed a fish in cold blood. And uh, some journalist from a rag that nobody reads. Not exactly shaking in my boots here, I'm afraid. See, that's got their priorities all wrong. To say that's supposed to be this, like, giant of journalism, that's really not doing a very good job of it at all, is there? Oh, I sell millions of papers every day. But people read them, people believe them. I am the voice of the people. But that's peddling in petty rumours. That should that should be telling people stories of grandeur and, and wonder and awe. Like 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 the the, the attempt by the uh, Kingdom of Robots to get a robot on the moon. I mean that's not mentioned that at all in the paper, has that? Uh, on, the... I think you're trying to appeal to his higher instincts and I don't think he has any. <laughs> oh I could probably find that I keep the powerful in check, you see. If they want to remain in power, they've got to keep me happy. Otherwise, I reveal all of the terrible things that they do. I mean, take that president, for example. He's a rotten one, right to the core. I could snap my fingers and ruin him. I keep them in line, you see. Your Gorlack the Betrayer, for example. Oh, I've got some dirt on him. And if he wants to keep himself in number 10, if he wants to pursue his goals, well, he'll have to uh, contend with a few of uh, my stories every now and again. And if he upsets me, I could bring him down with just the flick of a pen. That's what keeps the powerful in line, you understand. What, rumor and innuendo? Very powerful rumors and innuendo. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you some innuendo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go on, then. Go on, then. Give me one. <laughs> oh, don't oh, tempt you me, lad. Don't tempt me. <laughs> you either give me one, or I'll have you pulled off this case. How, how far away from him am I? Uh, I'd say you're, you're within, like, ten feet of him. So within striking distance? Yeah. Right, I'm going for his beak. Okay, go for it. Make an attack roll. 25. Yep, you hit. Roll some damage. Ooh, nine. Nine. Uh, he takes can I follow up? up. Can I follow up with a flurry of blows, please? Go for it, yep. I'm really not liking this duck. <laughs> First one is a 17. Mm -hmm. Second one is a 20. Non-natural. First one does five damage. Mm -hmm. Second one does five damage. And I somersault back and land on my feet with a little bow. I'm glad. Make a dexterity saving throw. I can do that. 25. You dance out the way as his whip almost comes out and catches you uh, in response to your attacks. Uh, the Murdoch, uh, with a sly smile, runs his thumb over his beak where a little bit of blood came out. And then he sort of flicks it away casually. And goes, hmm. You see, violence, the last resort of the person who can't defend themselves against the truth. And you see, that's what I peddle, the truth. You wouldn't know the truth if it bit you on the beak. 
I'll admit I can be selective about the truth, but I hear the voice of the people. The sleeping princess, of course, psychically connected to every single member of our population. And I, when I climb the Dragonbone stair, am connected to her. And so I hear what the people want to hear. And I report on it, and the people believe it. And the people who feel like I don't represent them well, I'm afraid, they're just going to have to feel isolated and surrounded. It stops them from meddling, you understand. I think people should be allowed to meddle in your nonsense. <laughs> they can try. I mean, those independent journalists you saw hiding under my coattails, they try, but nobody's interested. You see, people don't care about big corporations taking money. It doesn't bother them, doesn't change their lives one bit. But the president caught in bed with five unicorns? Well, that's a story. Implausible. <laughs> it's a big bed. Big <laughs> smelly and yes. uncomfortable. And what about that uh, Mr. T? Remember him? He was involved in a plot to change the tax code so that wizards would pay less than sorcerers and income tax as a percent of national GDP in line with inflation. Huge scandal. And if you want your darn oath to enter that great alliance, you're going to need to keep Mr. T on side. So, if you want him to remain in place, you're going to have to appease me, you know? Right, I'm going to attack him now. Okay, go for it. <laughs> right, okay. Um, I've got, right, I've got an extra attack. Uh, and I've also got an action surge. Uh huh. So does that mean that I can technically do three attacks? Yep. So just roll, th roll, roll those three in a row. Right. Okay. So, fifteen. Nope. Eighteen. Yep. Uh, and another eighteen. Yep. So two of those hits. Two of those hits. Right. Okay. I've done five and six points of damage. Cool. cool. Uh, Victrina, can you make a dexterity saving throw? Nine. Uh. The whip comes out and grasps you about the waist, and you take 12 points of slashing damage. Uh, and you are now bound by the whip. Uh, the Murdoch <laughs> looks a little more serious now, and uh, he waves to his clowns, and they all move in closer, laughing and honking. Uh, Lisa is backing away, uh, but she tries to stand a little straight and goes, I'm afraid, Mr. Murdoch, that we won't be intimidated by you and your threats of um, that male. We've got a dossier that exposes what you've been do doing. And, uh, do you really think anyone will care? You could print it in the national newspapers, no one will care. Because are you saying care. that the national newspapers just print stuff that people don't care about? Well, they print whatever they want, but uh, some people just don't like it. They don't, they're not interested. That's why they buy my papers, you see. Because they're interested in what I have to say. They're interested in my perspective, in my vision. Bringing back the old ways, bringing this country back to where it should be. But it was always meant to be a strong nation, a nation of wealth and power. 
So what that's what that's saying is Alfheim is planning on leaving the GA. Alfheim could stand on its own very well. For now, we're happy to take everything the GA has to offer. I think leaving the GA is a terrible idea, and you might find that you accidentally bankrupt yourself and kill your own fishing industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, for now, I have pretty good control of the GA, and Elfheim has a lot of delegates, and since I have those delegates in my hand, they'll vote however I tell them to vote, so the GA isn't going to be challenging me anytime soon. I think you're fine. He hasn't literally got them in his hand. Not literally, no. <laughs> um, I'm just um, explaining for the, for the benefit of my small friend who sometimes takes things very literally. Uh, one of the clowns uh, tugs on the Murdoch's uh, um, sleeve and he leans down and it whispers in his ear. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Mr. Agrilad, this may interest you. Um, have you ever heard of this... Uh, these newspaper comics that I produce. What, you mean them Tijuana journals? Or whatever they're called. Uh, the little uh, cartoon strips that we publish in the papers. I've got a collection oh, of them like here. Oh, like Corky the Cat? Yes, yes, yes. No, this one's quite in- <laughs> This one, I think, might interest you. It's about a hero who fights an evil monk. And, uh... He, uh does a little flourish and you see Timmy is sat in a little cage but he's not fighting he's reading one of these books of comics and looks absolutely enraptured by it yes the evil monk who stole a child away it's an exciting adventure and you know a child could learn a thing or two from those kinds of stories (laughs) what do you do The clowns move in a little closer and you all kind of, uh, apart from Victorina who is tied up on the floor in a whip, uh, uh, Lisa is kind of uh, standing back to back, well, uh, sort of uh, butt to head I think (laughs) is the height difference there and uh, she sort of says over her shoulder, you better have a good plan here Agrilad. Do I ever? That's fair. Yeah, yeah, your plans are normally just to punch your way out of a situation, so you should do that. I mate. react. I react. I, do, I, I don't plan. I react. Because any plan, as, 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 as Tim the Gardener used to explain to me, any plan falls apart as soon as the git starts enacting it. As you are standing there, the clowns move in a little closer. Uh, one of them rushes towards you, Agrilad. And then... It trips over on its own big floppy feet and crashes to the ground, making a big blip sound right in front of you. What do you do? I bide my time. Uh, can you and Victorina both make wisdom saving throws? Let's yeah, do one as well. Yeah, she's alright. 21. Yeah, you're right. 17. You both feel like a fit of the giggles is coming up on you, but you manage to fight it down. And the clown looks a little disappointed. And you're then... not funny. <laughs> he yeah, rakes a claw. Funny, but you've got silly two big shoes and a stupid nose and ridiculous glittery hair. And you just... <laughs> you know little kids are scared of you. <laughs> you know, is he distracted by Victrina? A drain. Let me see. Yes, he is. In which case, I'm untying Victrina. Ooh, uh, make a dex check. Uh, that'd be a 17. 
Yeah, you managed to untie her. I'm pretending not to be untied. It runs in a little closer and is about to attack Agrilad. What do you do? I'm dodging. jump up and hit it with my sword. Okay, make an attack roll. Okay. 18. Yep, you hit it. Make uh, Do some damage. Oh, one. One. Yeah, you stab it with the sword and you hear a little... Uh, it turns on you and licks you across the face. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be 17 versus AC. Um, me. That hits. Yeah. Yep. Uh, take four points of poison damage. They're like, oh, they're like some kind of horrible lizard. <laughs> uh, Lisa goes next. Uh she's going to fire her crossbow at it. It's a six, that's not going to hit. just pings wildly. Uh, Aguilar, what do you do? I am going to try to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap the clown. Go for it. Make an attack roll. 17. That hits. Uh, damage is... 7. Yep, uh, it bursts in a shower of confetti. Uh, the other clowns take a step back a minute, uh, while the Murdoch tries to calm them down. Joel, can yes. I do something? Yes, go for it. Okay, um, I would like to fire my crossbow uh, at the some of the ropes holding the tent up. Ooh, yeah, make an attack roll. Okay, uh, 19. Yeah, you hit it. A uh, real bit of damage. Four. You snap one of the wires, and actually, I really like this. All of the wires uh, and ropes holding the tent slowly, one by one, come loose. Stop pinging. And pinging, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the ceiling comes falling down. Perrin! How are you? I'm a bit confused. It's been, it's been a lot to take in. Yes. A lot to you, take in. You see Pen fall to the ground, unconscious and limp. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Ash frowns and sort of pokes him with his foot and shrugs and goes, Ah, uh, yes, well, that can sometimes happen. Poor little blighter. Is he, is he having a nap? It's, it's a really bad time to have a nap. In a manner of speaking. Shock, you know. Dead man walking and all. Walking by my power, my will. How, how did he not know? Surely he would have known. I'm very good at my job. I've had 900 years to perfect my skills. Got a number of folks at strategic places in various nations. I was hoping this little fucker would end up in Parliament. Well, can't win them all, I suppose. Don't be rude to him. Why not? Haven't you already done enough? I'm the king. I can do what I fucking like. How did you become king? <laughs> the lady of the lick. No. <laughs> When a mummy king and a daddy king love each other very much. Well, when a mummy king and a daddy king love each other very much. Well, my parents didn't really have any affection for one another. There was a bit of procreation, and when I came of age, I drained the life force from my parents and took it upon myself, the divine right to rule this okay. kingdom. Okay, but that was 900 years ago. Did the same rules apply? I'm still here, king of the elves. King of Death! I've got a certificate and everything. Do you have a certificate? Yes, I have a certificate that I made myself. It Aww. says, Aaron Bazonian, all around good Dragonborn. I made it when I was sad one day, and I left it back home. But, Aww. that's not the point. 
I to do the do, do your subjects know that you're Azul's? Do they know what you've been doing? I can't imagine that if they knew they'd support you. Of course they will. I am their king. They only lost faith because of those idiots publishing their little criticisms in the newspapers, telling everyone how much I was spending on drugs every day. Rude. And they started their little revolution. But I was their king. Who are they to dare question me? They're your subjects. They're the people you are here to serve. That's not how That's how it goes, works. right? If you're... If you're in a position of power, you're there to look after the people below you on the ladder. You don't want to kick them down and stay at the top. I mean, I wouldn't. I get it seems like you and I have slightly different philosophies. What have you done to my friend? Uh, he sort of rubs his head, his hands against his temples and his. Listen, dragon thing. Dar North has a monarch, what, so what? you should know that there are lower creatures. That the majesty of the monarch must always stand above. Trained from birth to rule. That's what makes them good. It makes a good system. I, I mean, I don't know massive amounts about our monarchy other than the, the king went to the moon? The queen went to the moon? It's very hard to keep up sometimes. But we also have a government. We have devolved power. We have county councils. Ha <laughs> ha! County councils! Corrupt! They aren't born into power. They're simply hungry for it. Greed drives them. What if you weren't born to power? You were just told you were and it was all a big lie. He looks very offended at this. I mean, I'm, <sighs> saying that, I'm saying that because in our interactions, I, I mean, I'm a politician friend, so... <laughs> I've met a lot of people who find themselves in places of power and they're not all good and you remind me of the ones that aren't good. Uh, can you make a charisma check? You'd absolutely love to make a charisma check. That's 18. Okay, uh, he's starting to waver. Uh, he's sweating, um, possibly still from a bit of the, um, the face cream uh, magic. Uh, he sort of stumbles and uh, he says... But no, 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 no. You must understand. Even the delegates to your great alliance, they are evil, wasting public money on vanity projects. The Murdoch is doing an expose on them. And wouldn't it be nice to not have to think about politics anymore? Isn't, isn't there a word for that? Oh, flapping, flapping geese, many. Propaganda, that's it. Propaganda. <laughs> Is it really propaganda if you're making the nation a better place? Yes. I, w I would also counter that you're not helping make the nation a better place. I would counter that you're by acting in your own interest rather than the interests of everyone. You aren't using your power in the way power is meant to be used. He kneels down next to Penn and sort of lifts him up and uh, like puts his hand on his mouth and makes his mouth move. Baron, please look after the king. He's very nice and you should always follow him. You didn't even get the accent right. I decided to change it. Oh, come on, quite a smile. It's funny. No, no, it's not. It's not funny that Penn didn't know he was dead. It's not funny that this has happened at all. It's not funny that you are 
weekend with ye old Bernie's <laughs> his soul, his body, while he's just sitting there. Can you bring him back? Nothing short of a resurrection spell would help him at this point. But why do you care? We're friends. Wouldn't you do this for your friends? Uh, he again starts to waver, and he looks over at the sleeping princess, and he clasps his hand to his chest and goes, I need you to understand something. My rights were stripped away from my right to rule, my right to dominate other wills. The revolution stripped it away. They talked about human rights, elf rights, but what about my divine right? She was responsible. She never approved my habits. The High King, she called me. Well, this is the High King's vengeance. I thought Steve would appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I saw it coming. Despite Uh, being mostly dead all day, he appreciated that. Uh, uh, He grabs a pillow and again heads for the princess. Perrin, what do you do? Tackle. Ooh, make an attack roll. Um, an armed attack? Yeah. Okay, no, that's just a six. Okay. Uh, you knock him aside, I think, but you don't do any damage. Uh, he rolls uh, on the floor. Uh, but you're still on your feet. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Ooh. I look around the room. Uh, so, yeah, it's got some bookshelves. Uh, there are some other, like, uh, normal shelves that have got uh, little uh, decorative statues, some vials of liquids and various sort of uh, what you sort of intuit is kind of very spell paraphernalia. Uh, there's also a dresser with a makeup box, a jewelry box, and a mirror on it. Uh, you've got the bed with the princess sleeping on it. It's a four-poster bed. Uh, there's a big window overlooking the city. There's a door you came out through. Uh, there's a pen uh, with his uh, all of his equipment uh, sort of spilled out of his bag, I imagine. Uh, and you've got Ash uh, sort of kneeling uh, beside him. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to go to the the box of magic equipment stuff and see if there's a pre-made resurrection spell hanging about somewhere. If only there was. Uh, make an investigation check. I got a nat one. You can't see anything. It's just colourful liquids. I, I want to drink one. Um. <laughs> okay. They're just colourful uh, liquids, and I'm quite thirsty. It's thirsty work watching your friends suffer. Yeah, uh, you pick up. Uh, what, what's Perrin's favourite colour? Yellow. Yellow. You pick up a yellow one. Uh, the Green Lord's not going to be happy about that. I, I assume. Uh, and you uh, take a take a sip. Uh, it's not poisonous, um, but it doesn't taste great. Uh, it tastes like paint, um, and uh, it smells like egg. Uh, maybe it's egg. Maybe it is like white. Uh, it's yellow egg yolk. Uh, in, in this file uh, but not from a chicken it's from something else oh, that was a, why did I do that uh, Ash starts to stand up again and uh, he again is making his way for the princess what do you do oh I'd like to cast hold person ooh yeah do I have to do a save yes a wisdom save uh, 5 plus 5 is 10 so no does not save. Um, yep, so paralyzed for the duration. Um, mm. uh, so, yeah. Minutes. He's paralyzed. Uh, can he talk or is he completely paralyzed? I guess he can talk. Yeah. Uh, he, wide eyed, looks at you 
then looks at the princess and his eyes sort of dart around the room. You don't understand! You want to get out of this city, don't you? As soon as the spell breaks, I'll let you go free! The city will be free, I'll have my full power! Don't you want that? You, you want to kill her? Yes! She's keeping this city in perpetual slumber! You don't think it's fair, do you? My subjects! You said I should be concerned with their safety, well, that's what I'm doing! While also getting my revenge. Well... Whilst he's monologuing, I just sort of turn and walk towards the princess on the bed. Okay. I want to do an arcana check to see if there's anything I can do to wake her. Okay, uh, yeah, make your arcana check. Oh, that's much better. 16. 16. Uh, yeah, she's under a very heavy enchantment. Mm -hmm. uh, with that actual arcana check... Uh, you sense there are several strong points of magic in the room. There's obviously the princess and the spell that's holding her, and there's Ash, and there's something coming from Pen's pack that's very strongly magical as well. Uh, not Pen himself, because he's dead. Uh, what do you do? I go for the mysteriously magical thing in Pen's bag. As you turn to look at Pen's pack, uh, Ash also looks, and you both see humming and vibrating with very strong magic, the resurrection wand that Pen was given two chapters ago. Nice. Meanwhile... <laughs> Pen, you wake yes. up on the shores of a subterranean river. You hear it flowing slowly, churning slightly, as the water is clogged by bits of wood. Everything is grey and dusty, and the cave roof is hidden in shade, but there are some long stalactites that are hanging down, just visible. Well, this doesn't look tragically working. <laughs> the river is rendered almost completely still by the number of bits of wood and twigs that are in it, and it doesn't let you take you long to realise that it is, in fact, the river Styx. Oh dear. Because it's got sticks. Bloody in. hell! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do you do? It's not. It's not a river I have to cross. Oh dear. Hello. 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 Uh, your voice echoes a little, and you turn around to see that the shoreline uh, is littered with grey shale and dull pebbles. All the colour of the world seems to have been drained out. And there are some figures, sort of ghostly figures, sitting on the ground, heads bowed, eyes blank. Uh, some are sat around campfires, but the fire is dull. It's a sort of grey whirl of dim light that doesn't really give off any heat, so far as you can tell. Uh, ahead you see somebody uh, standing on the bank of the river, hands in pockets, head turned to the ceiling. He looks over to you, and you immediately recognise him. It's Marith. Brigante. Da? Bora da, son. So she finally did you in, did she as well? Well, what? Your mother, did she no. drive you out of your mind just like she did me? Well, no. Oh, oh so you just died like a regular person then. Oh, well, uh, that's well, not to worry. Uh, that is, is, is a bit of a surprise to me as well. And what? Bon? You're not dead, da? Oh, not quite, no. Still, still anchored to me old body, and he sort of points at a, um, what looks like a sort of line of rope around his waist that disappears into the ground. 
Uh, it's sort of uh, translucent, almost. And he says, oh, you've got one too, my boy. Ooh. I was just... Uh, just Ooh. my mind, it was that died. My body's still alive. I've got one too. Oh, oh yes. You've been sat there for quite a while. I uh, thought you died long ago, but uh, finally you woke up. As it turns out, I did die long ago. Oh, well, that's that's a real kick in the teeth, isn't it? Well, you're telling me because Mother never told me about it either. Ooh. She always did seem to not like you going away to that university. She said it'll be the death of you. And well, she was yes. right. Yes, but she always had so much going on. She was so busy. You know, difficult business, the apocalypse and all that. I know. Dreadful perpetual evil, isn't it? Oh. Oh. Aye, well. well, it's good to see you anyway, my boy. Well, well what do... That... Uh, we don't need to be here, do we? If we're not dead. Well, the, the fairy man's not due for another ooh, half hour, I'd say. I've got time for you to decide what you want to do. Uh, come, have a seat. Have a seat. Chat with your old da. Well, uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, he uh, leads you to sit by this uh, campfire. And again, like, there's no heat coming from it. Uh, and some of the other figures um, are like these sort of ghostly figures that you can't quite make out a lot of them. Uh, some are more substantial than others. And uh, Do they have little ropes tying them no, to the uh, only You only notice a couple of people do. Oh dear. Uh, they must be on the brink. Well, some people are not quite ready to cross. Not just yet. Uh, I'm not. As you can see, there's uh, all of us here on the shore. Folk who can't move on. Folk who think they've got a chance to go back to life. But without a true resurrection, well, it's not possible for most. What are you, Pen? Something must be holding you back to the land of the living. Something must be close to your heart. Well, well, I, I didn't even know I was dead. I've been travelling oh across the world. All this time, I thought I was having the time of my life. <laughs> well, that is, that is very strange. That must be some powerful necromancy. Well, Did you it, do a bad spell, my boy? Well, I don't, I don't think it was me. I think it was Professor Williams. Except he's not Professor Williams, if I got that right. Oh dear, it's all a bit muddled. Uh, he nods. Oh, there might be someone who can help you round here. Actually, where is he? Ah, he's over there. Uh, come with me. I'll take you. This he, this fellow. He he seems to know a lot. He came asking me because he knew. I married your mother, and he wanted to know all her secrets, but I wouldn't tell him nothing. don't know her secrets, to be truthful, but even if I did, I wouldn't tell him. But he might be able to help you. Expert, well, he says he is. Well, that's why mother always said she loved you. A loyalty. Oh, well, here you go. Uh, old Chaz, uh, he's a riot. Uh, where is he? Ah, uh, uh, here he is. Hello. Hello, Mr. Chafos. There's somebody here to speak to you. Sitting oh on his haunches is a man in a suit. He's bald and shiny, and his skin is almost translucent. And when he moves, it's almost as if his insides are made of glass. His eyes open, and they are black pits, his mouth a gaping void. He stands to his full height, the man who was once a powerful necromancer and businessman. 
He reaches out a hand to you and says, Hi, Mark Schaefer, CEO of Reflections Corp. So, I'm so glad you could be here at the beginning of our next big venture. What's your name, son? Ah, uh, Pendricante, sir. That's a great, great name. So, uh, I'll be giving you the investment opportunity of a life... Well, not of a lifetime, but uh, you get the idea. <laughs> so, you interested? Well... I have to say, Mr. Schaefoss, I was your biggest fan. Really? I can give you an autograph. And uh, he uh, picks up a rock and uh, with his uh, finger scratches his name into it and then hands it to you. Yeah, tell the kids. Oh, well, uh, I guess that's not really a going concern anymore, is it? <laughs> well, thank you very much, sir. Oh, me. What a surprise to see you here. So, uh, how can I help you? Well, it's like this. I think I have some unfinished business. Hey, so do I, man. I've been trying to get back to back to the old prime material plane for some time. But, uh, well, uh, sometimes I think I just gotta make the best of it here. But uh, that's when I came up with my streamlined plan to make the afterlife a better life. If you know what I mean. Well, what does that involve? Well, the afterlife need not be drab and boring. I can offer you premium treatment. An afterlife of your choice. Splendors, paradise of the Tholian religion, the warrior's eternal battlefield of the Kringlaw, or how about the golden lights of the cyanide people? All you need to do is uh, offer me a small down payment of your living body, and the rest is easy! Uh, so what do you say? And he reaches out a hand to shake. Uh, I think that would bear a little bit of thinking about and I would want to see a contract and a lot of small print first before I sign anything across. I read enough of your work to teach me that much, sir. Uh, his smile falters for a second, but he recovers and goes, Hey, you're a smart kid. Man after my own heart, if I do say so myself. Uh, son of a demon, I take it? Well... Yes. Well, I'm not prejudiced. Uh, we're very forward-thinking in my company here. I've, uh, uh, let me show you what I've been working on. And uh, he hunkers down and shows you some uh, rocks and a bit of cloth. And it looks like he's been trying to polish the rock, but it's not having much effect. See if I can get a, get a shine on it. I can make a mirror. And then with the mirror, I can... Can communicate back with my people, back in the old real world. Why don't you give me a hand here? Polish some, polish some stones, and one, one of these days we'll get it right. Um, I just discuss something with my dad first. Well, daddy's boy needs to talk to his dad before he makes any big decisions. Come on, you're a grown-up, right? Well, uh, just one moment. I can see he's got some questions for me. Right, da, da, uh, He da. reluctantly lets you go. Hmm? Yes? He's off his chump. Oh, I thought you loved this man and his works. Well, yes, but he's polishing stones on the banks of the river sticks. And I'm sorry, I've spent a little bit of time around politicians now. I think I can... I think I've learnt how they think. And, uh... He wants to take anybody's body he can to get back to the real world. Oh, that sounds pretty serious. Yes, 
That's why I'm not going to sign any little contract with him or any that. I think... Well, that's probably a good idea. I, I think he's very dangerous, even though he's dead. Oh, that does sound dangerous. Don't, so, don't... what are you going to do, then? Don't give him access to your body, da. Don't, don't let oh. him take it. I don't think he'd want it. My body's not been in great shape for many a year. I don't think he cares about that. Oh, dear. Well, so, what are you going to do, then? Well, I don't know. Oh, dear. You're a smart boy, Pen. Always knew that about you. You, You're the first in our family to be an academic. First to go to university. It doesn't matter if I was disappointed at the time, boy. I've seen what you've grown into. I'm just a silly old man, really. But you, you've got your own life. I bet you've got friends, eh? University? Wait. Have I brought my book with me? Ooh, uh, yeah, I'll say you, you've got, like, facsimiles of them, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, let's see. Necromancy, what's all that about, then? Um, <laughs> talking to the living. Uh, what I, are you looking I for? I want a way to communicate back with the real world. Uh, make an investigation check. Investigation? Nine. <laughs> Nine. No. Uh... I think, like, just what you already know is that mirrors uh, are known to be linked to the realms of the dead, uh, which is why Mark Schaefoss is trying to polish things to a mirror shine. Right. Okay. But if I got my books, then I've got my bag. Yes. Let's see. If I have my bag, and I have everything that's in my bag. You root around in your bag, and you grasp a wand within. And as you pull it out, all eyes turn to you from among the dead. Um, Mark Shafos stands up again and reaches out a hand towards you and goes, Hey, I'd be willing to make a pretty serious trade for something like that, my boy. I bloody well bet you would. You'll give it to me or I'll sue you into oblivion. There's plenty of dead lawyers around here. I'm sure I could find a way. Well, you go and find some lawyers and you set up your contracts and you you go issue a few writs, okay? You, you can't do this. You can't take this away from me, boy. It's <laughs> not yours. You've had your time. Uh, he's going to reach out to grab you. Can you make a dexterity saving oh, throw? Dear. 17. 17. You dance out of the way and he falls in the dust. Uh, he looks up at you and goes, why, why would you even want to go back? You're a half-demon. Nobody likes your kind. There's nothing nothing in the world for you. I have friends. I have more friends than you. Uh, he looks genuinely hurt by this. Perrin, as you reach for the resurrection wand mm-hmm. and you grab it, what do you do? I guess I just sort of point it at Pen, hopefully. Can you make an arcana roll? Ooh, 19. Pen, can you make an arcana roll? So that's 16 on This is 18, so 24. 24. There's a flash of light. And Pen, you feel yourself being dragged away from the River Styx, just as a ferryman starts to appear over the banks Duh. with raven wings. Duh! Don't go! Oh, I'll be waiting here for you, son. Don't go. I'll see you again soon, I'm sure. 
I meant that to sound more encouraging than it was. I'm sorry. Oh dear. Pen, your eyes flick open in the real world. It's cold and your limbs are a little bit stiff, but you manage to stand and survey the room. You see Ash still held in Perrin's grasp, a magical grasp. The necrotic power that you've always reached for, but has always slipped through your fingers. It's there now, and it's yours. It's not someone else's power. It's the power of Pen Regante. Yes. Pen. Oh. Can you please level up? Oh. The campaign trail referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penregante, Joanne Hall as Victorina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Matt Corner was Ash Williams, and Genevieve Savayan was Lisa Townsland. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com forward slash the campaign trail. We have special perks such as our exclusive Discord server, early access to episodes and the chance to have your own character appear in the show. You can follow the campaign trail on Twitter at the campaign cast, on facebook.com forward slash campaign cast, at soundcloud.com forward slash Joel Corner and wherever you find your podcasts. So until next time, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Mm-hmm.